you're giving him a pack, and you're like, hey, yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone's whoa. like, yeah, 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 on the dance floor, and someone's just people are just whoa, ripping bong on bong the dance floor, and like, oh. You're listening to the Dude Nature Podcast. Welcome back to the Dude Nature Podcast. It has been a while since we podcasted, but we're back. We're coming to you live from Mom's Living Room, the mobile reactor. And Adam is looking at me. Let me tell you guys something. Wherever we go, we do make our podcast video look like if you open up the trunk of your car, and it was just an absolute disaster. He's pointing at me. Is this the take we're going to use? This is classic. We haven't podcasted in about three weeks. And everything's gone to shit. No, we're good. Just getting the sounds ironed out. Holy shit, we're we're back. We are at mom's. See, I'm a little loud now. Now we're good. We're at mom's living room table. Noah is using a Machi Koro board game for his microphone. I'm using a book called Near and Far, Recipes Inspired by Home and Travel as my microphone stand. Um, And yeah, we're doing it live. As As shitty as our last podcast studio was, this is another level for us. Nicer smell. Cleaner, it's, nicer, smaller table, better table. I mean, like, the amount of wires going in, I can bear. It's like, oh my god! <laughs> when I see these podcast studios, it's just like such a joke. And then it's just what there's we're no doing. Wi- yeah. It's like Joe Rogan. It's like it's, it's clean and there's everyone's happy. And it looks like a power plant. I mean, it, it really does. it looks like a fucking power plant on yeah, this table. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Adam. Yeah. Besides taking a a uh, a hiatus, a, a sabbatical. We took a siesta. Surprisingly, a sabbatical. Uh, Four Sigmatic has not dropped us as a sponsor. No. Guys, if you like coffee, you'd like Four Sigmatic. It's better in every in every single way. And uh, hey, yeah, you're still a sponsor of this podcast. It's for still sponsor of this podcast. Hey, so where where have we been and what have we been doing and why have we taken such a big kind of break, unintentional break? Um, I you became first. a writer. Noah became a writer. I became a writer. I just want to tell everyone I became a writer. I grew a huge beard. Um, one of the things with writing that I've noticed is just like when you're playing a video game that you love, what happens is that you love playing the video game and you start just playing the video game so much and you get so engrossed in the video game. And the same thing is with writing that your entire life, your, your real life, the real things, they all go to complete shit Yeah, because you spend, <laughs> that's, that's my big gripe about writing is not the writing itself. It's that you then spend no time in your actual life and it just it just goes to chaos. I have no idea what's happening in my real life. Right. So Noah's gone full Lebowski. Wearing, he's wearing Tevas, or he has another sandal that he wears around with various sweatpants. And I have a beard. And he chugs milk. I don't even remember, I don't even remember our podcast format. Yeah, right. Like, where do exactly. we go from like, here? Where do we go? No, right. I, I, just, what I, I just wanted to say that we really want to podcast. We want to be producing. We would produce episodes every day if we could. Let's apologize. Okay, we're sorry. We're sorry. We would okay, love to produce wa- episodes hey, every day. But, but and we, we will. Blo- we made a blood oath. We should make okay, a blood here's oath the on the pod. We made an oath to each other that we would release at least one episode a week if from I get now a knife, on. If I get a knife right now, will you will you prick your finger with me? We are going to do a blood oath at some point. I don't know if it's going to be in this podcast. Just you don't want to wi- do just a, just a blood lot of wires. Movie? Then there would be blood on all these wires. It'd be like, what if I poked an artery? <laughs> then that's so that's, that'd be that, true that's to so form. Poetic. That'd, that'd be, be true such to a form. Right. You're, you're, ruined, such, you're such a ruined writer. my white shirt. Uh, Noah, what is your gripe? My gripe. By the way, these are the gripes where we gripe to each other for 30 seconds each about something wow. mildly irritating, a little rusty bones. Um, 
Before we get to the girls, I do want to say that we, we did make an oath that we will release the podcast every Monday, and we're very sorry that we haven't released it. We are it actually going to do a blood so oath. We'll post a picture of it on the Instagram. Okay, we're going to make a, a blood oath. Um, my gripe is because we're vegetarian. Well, not because we're vegetarian, but as a vegetarian, in if you were cooking to get as much protein as you need while you're lifting, you would be just staying in the kitchen the entire day. So you really realistically have to drink a protein shake at some point if you're lifting as a vegetarian. We have to drink a protein shake. The problem with the protein shake is that it makes me more flatulent than you have ever experienced anyone in your life. So we're going to start this episode talking about fart. So so poop tops so, are ready. So the problem is that if and I don't back. if I don't drink the protein shake, I'll you have enough protein. I'll have negative protein. When I do drink the protein shake, I'm a, I'm nuclear. You have a farty party. So and and being nuclear is funny for a while. When it when it's not funny is when there's tang. Well, no, actually, when I don't like it is is when I'm just like when I'm alone in bed, and you know it's like the tree falling in the woods. Is there anyone where to see it? If you have a huge fart when you're alone in bed, and you're reading, and it's only you that has to deal with it, it's not funny anymore. It's just a hassle. Um, so when I'm not around people is when I don't like it. My gripe is because we are watching wedding. I mean, we were watching wedding stuff. We were researching wedding stuff. I saw a lot of pictures of the groom running through the aisle with his dog. And I was just like, does the dog have to be at the wedding? Does the dog have to be at the wedding? Who takes, for me, I'd be like, okay, who's going to take my dog after I get through the aisle? What if my dog shits? Who's going to pick up the dog? What if you're having a ceremony and your dog just shits in the woods right there, right? Who's holding the dog? Who's going to be in I charge mean, I, of the I dog? Think that's a new dog owner thing. What? New dog owner thing is like bring the dog like, to everyone, my wedding. Everyone, look at look at look at my dog. Wee, right, lassie, dog owner, lassie. Old dog owner is like also just, it was it was all like it was aisle. like a golden retriever. It was like a labrador. There's no like there's like a dirty a three legged mutt like running running down the down the aisle. Right. You know. Right. 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 The, all the marketing pictures were just a, a fluffy golden retriever. Yeah, I have a huge drive on wedding marketing pictures. Sure, yeah. It's always like, it's like love, like use our, come to our resort and book your wedding here and your love will be everlasting. <laughs> no. I say something too. Because it's the people. La, 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 I have another gripe. I have another gripe too. This episode's gonna be insane. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome back, everybody. No. I have another gripe. If someone can explain this, that'd be great. Why do I have to wait until twenty thousand feet to turn my laptop on? No, are you ready? Do you know, but do you know what I mean? Because the problem is that oh, you I, mean on the plane? Because when I get in the plane, I'm I'm already bored, right? And then I have to. So you have to on a plane. You can't have your primary cruising altitude activity for when you're landing and taking off because they make you shut off your laptop and stuff, right? Yeah. So my my gripe is why why can't I just turn my laptop on and start playing my my online chess while the plane's on the ground? Why do I have to wait? What is the actual reason for not being able to what turn on your device? What is the actual reason for not being able to turn my device is, on? Is it... I always thought it was just... It's going to fuck with the instruments. Right. I thought that was cockpit. too. And then I really thought about it for a second. And I realized that that's preposterous. It's probably not. It's probably not that. <laughs> that's completely preposterous. Maybe it's because when they were taking off once, one dude has laptop open and he clo- laptop closed on his fingers or something. When, right. I was probably one dude that like there was a little turbulence taking off and laptop broke. And then he like sued, sued the company for the laptop. Uh, no, are you ready to play a game? I'm ready to play a game. 
Okay, where do you think tying the knot comes from? Said Adam. Tying the knot. Tying the knot. You know the expression right. tying the I, knot? I, I so we're talking about wedding expression. expressions. Right. right. Well, it must come from a wedding tradition. Okay. In ancient Egypt, couples' hands were actually tied together. It demonstrated the couple's commitment to each other. They tied their hands together. Jews were slaves in Egypt. Until they fornicated. And they took the hands away. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. They tied the couple's hands together. Yeah. For the whole wedding? Uh, I'm not sure. Not sure. At some point, their hands were tied together. Hogtied. So, but you you were like, in, until they fornicated, they had their hands tied together. No, I made the fornication part up. It was a joke. Damn. Damn. Damn, has it been a while since we've been on uh, how about honey, How about honeymoon? Where does honeymoon come from? Honeymoon. Honeymoon. Honeypoon. I'm not sure. Okay, so Norse brides and grooms, Norse, like Viking stuff, they went into hiding after the wedding, and a family member would come and bring them honey wine for 30 days. So one full moon cycle. Wait, the, the, the couple would go into hiding for a whole moon cycle? Yes, the couple would go into hiding for a whole moon cycle. And then they would bring them honey? And then they would bring them honey. When during the moon cycle? I, a moon cycle is 30 days, right? right. Waxing and waning. Right, so no, I, I get that. But when during the moon cycle would the honey come to the couple? Is it in the middle of it? Is it at the end of it? A family member would bring them. It's, it's for nurturing so, so, right. could they, so they could survive. They survived on the honeymoon. On the honey that was being brought over the moon cycle, right? Also, they only ate honey for a whole month. It may also come from marriage by capture, where it was a real thing where you could do that, where the groom would steal the bride, and she would either become pregnant or the family would give up the search. This is according to a wedding historian. This is a Viking Viking shit? This is Viking shit. So, so you, you could steal, you steal, steal the wife. bride, and then you consummate. Wedding right? thief. The wife thief. The, the wife thief. Yeah, the wife set the wedding sack. And you consummate, and then she's either pregnant or the family finds her. So, like, you literally stolen, and I get it seems like rape. So not what ducks do, basically. So yeah, we, used to, we used lasso, to sort of do what ducks a duck, do. A duck lassos a female duck with his huge penis, and he reels her in. Right. So things have changed a little bit, right? Yeah, for the worse. Um, <laughs> do you think so? Yeah, that's a good one, yeah. How about bridesmaids dressing the same? Um, bridesmaids dressing the same? Isn't that something that they do? Yes, they do now. Okay, so they do that because in Roman times, people believe that evil spirits would come to the wedding and try to curse the bride and the groom. So bridesmaids dressed the same to confuse the evil spirit. Oh, as which to one who the, the who, who the bride, the bride was. So the evil spirit would but be wait, like, wait, I don't wait, know. But, but the bridesmaids don't dress the same as the as the bride. Don't. Oh, I guess they do. Don't they? I no, like I guess they don't. <laughs> they don't. They I don't during the wedding. Whenever like just just the wedding stuff. I have just recently figured out. All they don't the during stuff, the wedding. All the stuff about the wedding. I didn't even know like the different events. Ashley, my fiance, has known. Like sh- they know. She has known about all the events and the planning and the organizing of everything for like 20 years of her life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm just being brought into this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, honey, honeymoon comes from when the, when the Vikings used to go and spend somewhere for a month together and their family would bring them honey. Then bridesmaids dress together the same to confuse the demon. Yeah, right? confuse the Roman demon. So we got Norse, Norse wedding capture, right? And then we have Roman bridesmaids. Okay. Was that the game part? Yeah, it was kind of a game, kind of a trivia kind of a game. No, what's our topic today? Our topic today, if you didn't already know, is the wedding industry. Par usual, we have an absolutely packed episode. 
We're going to start with the cost of weddings for the family. So how much does like, if you have a wedding, how much does a, a normal family or couple spend on a wedding? Then halftime honey. And then the total, <laughs> this is N. Whitesman 2021. I tried to get the total economic cost of weddings for everyone. So basically like if you go to a wedding, how much total the average? So let's say you go to like a hundred person wedding, right? Yeah. Would that be considered a big wedding? No. It would not be. Was that, is that a medium-sized wedding? Average average is 135. That's the average size yes. of a wedding. It's the average. The average. It's actually going down. The average is actually going down. Wow. Yeah, it's the average size. Okay. So basically, if you go to a 100-person wedding, what I tried to figure out is how much money was spent, like not only on the wedding, but on people traveling and people staying out of hotels. How much total money is generated by the wedding industry? How much is put into the economy? How much is put into the economy from one wedding? Okay. Um, Adam, begins that don't stop. Give six seconds. Tell us everything we need to know about the episode. I am ready. ready? I'm rusty and ready. Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. Uh, the average cost of a wedding in the U.S. in 2020 was 20... In 2019, sorry, was $20,300. While the average salary is $31,000 in 2019. So how did the cost of your wedding take up most of a year's salary? What makes these events so expensive? Who really stands to profit from the love, sweet love? We will explore in this episode. And so, Noah, mm-hmm. as soon as I find the Final Fantasy sound, talk amongst yourself. I want to give a big shout out to all my friends supporting the po- that have supported the podcast and that listen. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. And it's fucking awesome to hear about it. I knew I'd find it eventually. What is our theme? Our theme is Rusty Trombone. Our theme is... is what the, is a Rusty Trombone? What is a Rusty Trombone? Isn't that asshole mouth working the penis like a flute? You tell the people what it is. Penis is in your hand. You're working it like a trombone, and your mouth is on an asshole. Right. That's sex position. Yes. Tell the people your favorite sex position. The, the Alaskan pipeline. Right. We don't need to talk about the Alaskan pipeline. We've already told them. That's it's, they it's, already it's, know what it is. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's, it's too much. Lot, really quick. It's too much. Look it up. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the theme is the cost of love, Adam. Right. Love at a cost. Quick. Love. Right. Now that you're a writer, love. Dot. 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 At a cost. Right. The my cost beard, of love. I miss my writer's beard. The thing about writing is that, so I've so now it's been like a couple weeks of writing. I don't know what's happening in my real life, really. No, no. I, I don't know, like, if my businesses are working ever or my bank account is at zero or, you know what I mean? I have no idea what's actually happening. No, there's like a writing demon that has taken over your body. What has right. been happening is, as Noah comes around corners, I've been trying to scare but him. You, ah, you I've been and, trying to scare this, exercise this demon out of his and, body. You and my mother. Hi, mom. You, you and my mom make fun of me. You and mother. For being, for being like a Here's Noah's rudder. schedule. Noah wakes up at about 8.30. Yeah. Okay, he makes a great bowl of oatmeal. Yep. Makes a, a bowl of oatmeal for me. Then he gets to playing guitar. He noodles around on his guitar. Right. Right. Uh, he's, he's learning a Doobie Brothers song now, is what it sounds like. It, it sounds like cats screaming, but I do hear the Doobie Brothers playing not sure on your- why I can't play that yeah, song. Yeah, not sure why either. Uh, you've been working hard on it, though. Yeah. No one gives you credit for the amount that you work and the poorness of your guitar right. playing. So I actually gave- yeah. I actually, I, And now this episode about weddings is about me writing, but I just want to say that I gave Adam my first draft of this thing that I wrote- and the first thing he said, I was, you know, I'm like waiting to hear like how he likes it. I've poured my heart and soul into it. The first thing that he said with a grimace while he was reading it was like, this is long. <laughs> Meaning that not only was it bad, but it was also long. I don't think people get enough credit for how I was prolific in my badness. Sometimes 
not only is your work long, it is also bad. Can I tell you guys something? Yeah. If, if, you, if dear listener, if, if you think, uh, so I'm living at my mom's house writing. All mothers have always wanted their third year old sons to move back into their living room and start writing on their couch. Yeah. That, so, that, well, that, that's been their dream. I so think. to continue your day, you get up, you play guitar, and then you do a couple hours of writing. You do your writing exercise, which is where you copy down word for word yeah, yeah, yeah. a writer that you like, and then you do your free writing, which is working on your story. Okay. So then we get to about lunch. Then no one telling people about my day. Then just to explain the worthlessness let, of it. No, let me finish your day. Okay. And then he has lunch. And then he goes outside, he noodles around, maybe he reads a little bit, uh, he lays on the couch, reads his book, maybe does a little bit more writing. 2, 2.30, he does a workout, does about an here's, hour workout, here, here's what the people comes are. back, can makes I, dinner, and that's about it. Can I, can that's I your day. Is that, did I miss anything in your day? No, that's it. But really, to become a writer, when do I start drinking? So like, when do I like wake up and start having like a, some, pour some alcohol into my coffee at like 10? Like well, Stephen, Irish, Irish coffee, like Stephen, Stephen King. King. Yeah. Right. But not only that, so when you came back to mom's house. We're still going. One thing that I was really, looking, still I was really looking forward to you, us making plans, right? But unfortunately, what came back is this writer demon. This oatmeal this brain, so oatmeal brain like, writer you demon. You were like, oh, I want, oh, now we're going to make plans. I can't, we're going to make plans. We're going to go hiking. And I come back and I'm things. just like, I want to write. And you're the real world. And I'm like, let's do productive things. And you're like, give me a bathrobe and, and a and scotch, you're like, baby. Should, should my character be a fox or a rabbit? You know? Right, right. And so now... The thing about writing, though, is that actually, even at this moment, I have no idea what's going on in my financial life or anything because I haven't checked it because I've just been writing. Mm-hmm. So everything could be a disaster. I could be homeless. Adam. Yeah. The cost of weddings. Yes. Okay. Last year, obviously, in 2020, wedding shit went crazy. Quick gripe. This was oh, on. Did it? did it? This was on the not site. Listen, everyone listen. Did we have less weddings or more weddings in 2020? Listen to this. Listen to how ridiculous this was. This Again, the not, if you don't know. <laughs> Is a wedding goddamn shut up. <laughs> the Knot is a is a wedding planning website. Okay, so they obviously want people to have continue to have weddings to continue to use their platform. Last year, what they said on their site, I took up a screenshot of this and saved it somewhere. So if you don't believe me, then I can try and find it and send it to you. But they said on the front of their site was like it said ninety three percent of couples still had their wedding during COVID, and I just want to say that that is complete and utter bullshit <laughs> and so where do you think they where did they get that so, data so, from? I'm tell, so i looked more in so I, I was just looking at the knot to do to do research on this and the knot is just, we, we explained it what are Wait, you listening no yes, i listen i, I listen i heard it. i just want to make sure that people know who don't know that it's a very popular wedding planning site. and there you go, there you go. Now you got, is there an echo there's an echo in the room which is nice <laughs> second time okay so 93 they said on the front of their site 93 percent of couples still held their wedding during covid um, and what they said, so basically it's nine out of 10 people. Um, I looked more into it and, and like in the fine print, they said that 93% of couples, it finally got to 93% of couples had not canceled all of their wedding events. So basically what they're saying on the site by saying 93% of people still had their wedding is let's say you had a four day wedding planned. And then Corona happened, and you canceled the whole thing besides, like, a trip to see your grandma. Oh. Then that would be considered by the not you still having your wedding. So if you just, like, did the legal stuff. Right. Well, well Adam, the reason I bring it up, Adam, is to show that, like, these sites are, you know, the not they have a, a finger in the game. Right? A finger in the game. That is not the saying That is not the saying at all. They have they a have horse a, in the race. They have a horse in the race. They have a boat. 
in the in the regatta. They have a boat in the regatta. Writer. They got. They got. They got their foot in the mud. They're in the boat with you. Yeah, they're in. They're no, in, that's not it. Yeah, they're in the. They got skin in the game. They have skin in the game. That's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so they say on. It's like when you go to their site, people are like, "Oh, like they're still ha- everyone's still having a wedding." The truth is that no one's still having a wedding. They're just saying that. Do you see what I'm saying? Well, Can define, you repeat it back to the people? Yeah. Did I just, just no, no, mumble? that's fine. Can you define wedding though? Def- does wedding mean the legal stuff that happens. I'm glad you bring this up. Or does wedding mean the party no, 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 no. the whole weekend? Well, specifically, we're talking about we're talking about the whole weekend. I think when someone says wedding, they mean the whole weekend. And actually, going into cost, okay, talking about the cost, there's it's really a wedding is really the cost of the big eight. I call it the big white eight and whites from 2021. Mm-hmm. Okay, according to the not 2019 real wedding study, you should have said the elite eight, like NCAA stuff. Right. It's the Elite Eight. Right. Good one. It, it looked at 25,000 couples married in, in 2019. Um, these reports, they've been corroborated by sites like The Atlantic and Vox. So this is like a very, the most comprehensive study done on weddings in 2019 before the world went crazy in 2020. Okay. Okay. So back in 2019, couples are engaged for, how long do you think couples are engaged for before they get married? It's a year. It's nine months. Average nine months. It's pretty good. The world's greatest guesser is back. It's not bad. It's 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 fifteen months on average. Oh, way longer yeah. than I would have thought. Fifteen months on average. All right, but during that time, you're gonna bring that average up, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During their engage. Oh, actually, they're engaged for fifteen months. Yeah, that's what I thought you said. That's great because I'm getting a lot of shit for us being engaged a ton. Right, for that's a ton more. Of time. That's more than I thought. That's longer than I thought. Right, I'm getting shit, but we were engaged during Corona. Well, you think about it; it take at least a year to plan, right? That's what people think. Right. So during the engagement. There's the big eight again, ladies. You probably know this, honestly, dudes. Like a dude doesn't know anything about a wedding until they're like brought into the whole thing. Is this your theory of the big eight of the elite eight? I mean, this is the eight that generate the most cost. So but when you're looking at cost for a wedding, you just like break it down from these things. Okay, the okay? grade eight. Yeah, the grade eight, the elite eight. Yeah, um, the engagement party, number one. The bachelor party, number two. The bachelorette party, number three. Number four, the rehearsal dinner. Number five, the reception. Number six, the ring. Number seven, the uh, dress. This is cost. And number eight, the honeymoon. Okay, these are the eight things of a wedding that cost the most. Where's the venue? Where was the venue in that? Right, the reception. Uh, okay, it's part of the reception. Okay, yeah. so these are the eight boxes yeah, that and, of cost. And again, for, for this, for this... We're not talking about the air for airfare every guest had to pay, hotels, whatever. We're just talking about the wedding itself. Mm-hmm. Okay, the grade eight. The grade eight. The elite yeah. eight. Okay, just the reception. Mm-hmm. Just talking about the reception. Again, this is the big dinner. Big dinner. On average, it costs $28,000. That's the average of just the reception? Just the reception is 28 If you're going to have a reception. twenty eight k In the U.S., to, to have a reception, it is on average 28K. Yeah. Just to put this into context for people of sure. how much money put this is. Put it into context. The average reception lasts five hours. It's $5,600 an hour for, for the party. Um, also, using an FHA loan, which is like a, which is a real estate loan uh, where you can put 3.5% down, you could afford a house of $800,000. You could afford to put the down payment down for that house. Um, or if you want to put 10% down, you could afford to put a down payment down on the average U.S. home. So basically, 
we're paying as much for wedding receptions as we as we in the U.S. would pay for down payments on nice homes. I understand. Do yeah. you? Tom understands. Do you? It's not Tom. That's Michael Scott. That's Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. That's, That's Michael Tom Scott. fucking Cruise. You know, I know it's Michael Scott because the sound effect title is Michael Scott. I understand. You are such a wiener. Do you understand what I said about the reception though, and I put it into real estate context? Yeah, it's a. It's the cost of a rental. Pro- it's, it's the cost. Even. It's, it's the, the cost, cost of, of a, a down good payment. House. It's the cost. You could. You could get a good house. With with the average cost of reception, reception again is twenty eight thousand dollars average cost in the U S. The down payment three and a half percent. Sorry, if, let's just say you put ten percent down. Yeah, the average U S. home is about two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. Mm-hmm. So you could afford to put ten ten percent down on that. Yeah, definitely you get it. Get it. So you, basically, it's basically a house. Can you just, can we just explain our different thing, our our personal where we're at personally with wedding planning for a second? Let me just bring the listener in always. here. Always, always okay. got to bring in personal um, stories. So. Again, Ashley's father, my fiance. Well, this is before you went full oatmeal brain. Like before Before Ryder. You were the person you are. So now. before Ryder came, yeah. I was working Noah. on working on my life, trying to plan our wedding and stuff. Yeah. In stuff. So Ashley's dad, which is great, is gonna pay for the whole wedding. Which is fantastic. I know a lot of people don't have that. Wow. Okay. okay. So Wow. The the one pro so the good part of that is that I don't have to pay anything. The bad part of that is that the wedding is sort of becoming his – it's not sort of. It's his party. Mm-hmm. It's his party, and Andrew Buckley, I love you. I can't take your joke. Shout out, Andrew Buckley. My, my friend told me a joke. I, I can't take a joke, but I will take it. Well, I'm just, I'm, just I'm, 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 I'm a writer. I'm referencing another writer. We're not going to take I'm his joke. I'm referencing a great writer. if I did have to take his joke, it would be this. The joke is – that I'm getting invited, like I'm getting the invite to my own one. You just ruined my. I can't even say a joke on the podcast now. This Go is ahead. a joke. That's it. Um, no, no. The joke is that I'm I'm getting the invite to my own wedding. Basically, that's what it feels like. So, like he is. So, for instance, he's inviting his golf buddies. I've never met his golf buddies. Whoa! But apparently, like when I'm gonna be married, being married, his golf buddies, his golf buddies are there. And here's the thing: my fiance's dad. There's a lot of info. I understand that my fiance's dad doesn't really like me. In fact, by not really like me, I mean he doesn't like me. And so. Him and his golf golf cronies, all that don't like me, are just going to be kind of staring at me as I'm trying to run the wedding. So that sucks, right? So good part is that the whole wedding is getting paid for me. Bad part, mm-hmm. um, it's not really my thing. Well, nothing's free, right? You have to pay yeah, something. Yeah, nothing's free. So what's interesting about that is that so I am experiencing that situation. And Adam, what's your situation? Well, we haven't really planned that much yet because I haven't done the thing where you get on the knee and you say you op- no, you open I, the thing I, and you, I, and you I, give them I, a horse I, no i get you it know? but you know you what say I'm... where's the dowry right that kind of thing right right um my situation i think we're gonna have to pay for most of it right well so what i was getting at there and what mm-hmm. i was kind of like sending you the alley-oop for and of oh, course yeah. we have we have no, podcast and so yeah. you're, you're rusty yeah is that your wedding experience is the complete opposite of mine right where, my, where my wedding me, experience will be opposite. me i'm paying nothing but it's not really i don't have any control of the event you're gonna pay for the whole thing mm-hmm but you can't. You right. have to pay for the whole thing. We're gonna we're gonna but pay it's for yours. we're gonna pay for. I think most of most of the thing, if not the whole thing, but it is ours. We can do what we want. Right. Seems like so the good parts about so there's good parts about that. Right. Well, we have to. We're gonna try to make it really small. Okay. Let me say something interesting because I I did a lot of research on this too. Like yeah, because the wedding itself is a modern phenomenon. Okay. We we didn't used to have receptions that cost twenty eight thousand dollars. Yeah, what did we used to do? So, so what's the history? Right. So when you think about that, right, like that's that's ridiculous. 
Okay. It is. Yeah. So here's what happened to weddings. Okay. Back in back in the fifties, like all the way all the way up till till the seventies, where it started to change. Okay. Who who did all of the weddings? Where did all the weddings happen? Okay. Uh, wed- wedding sack. Where did all the weddings happen? Where did all the weddings happen? Who processed weddings? Church, church, church. There he church. is. That's my there guy right there. There he is. You can still podcast. I can still. I got it. Okay. So I didn't lose it. All weddings were processed by the church, by the synagogue, by whatever A religious so institution. Like, the religious institution they handled the wedding. So there wasn't any twenty eight thousand dollars reception. It was just we're just going to the church. That's pretty. So as recently as nineteen fifty, we weren't doing any of this kind of stuff. It wasn't as elaborate. Oh, dude, we we this is a modern. This is a modern. This has barely been happening. Okay. This twenty eight thousand dollars wedding reception. It's like we live in modern society. It started just started in the nineties. Started in like the seventies. Of seventies. It started okay. in the seventies that that we did this, and now it's become this insane thing that makes absolutely no sense. So basically, so the the booms. So the booms. Their wedding was this kind of more modern, expensive. Their thing. wedding were some of the first that were that were this kind of. More modern, okay, expensive. Another thing that the but we have to thank the boomers for. Okay, a shitty planet and now really expensive weddings. Okay, what's next, boomers? Love you, boomers. Um, so basically, what happened when people started to get less religious? Mm-hmm. The church started to go away, and these other these companies were like, "Hold on a second, there's this gap now, right? If people aren't going to church." They don't have this service being fulfilled. Well, it probably depends on where you live, right? In the United States. No, no. Well, if you live in, the, well, if you fucking, live in Iowa, you probably go to church a bunch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just fucking listen. Yeah. As as the incline of the wedding industry is really the decline of religious institutions. Wow. Is this is that your is theory? It, no, it's not my theory. It's okay. not my theory. It's, it's from research, okay? Yeah. And you're going to ask me to cite my sources, like a true writer. No, that's fine. That's cool. Yeah, Keep yeah, Keep going yeah. with this. So, um... Basically, when you, when you think about weddings now and you're like, this is crazy, this has been a private industry for like barely 40 years. We've come out of institutions, religious institutions, that we've actually gone to private. Right. I mean, I guess I guess a religious right, institution now, is private. Technically, it's well, a private no, business. you get it. But, but they're now like these private things Events. run by private companies. Okay, gotcha. So yeah. when you think a wedding is, it's just a modern experience. This is not something that's been happening for a long time where you pay $28,000 for a reception. Yeah. And it's the cost of the down payment on a house. So a very tiny slice you, of human do history. Do you know what the average cost of a wedding is in New York? In New so, York. So again, I, I use the average reception is twenty eight thousand dollars. Do you know what the average cost of a reception? Sorry, let's go reception. Average cost of reception is in New York, New York City. Well, personal here we went to an amazing wedding of our cousin Bex in New York. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. Right? It was freaking amazing. It was huge and really cool. And they had great um would they have grilled cheese at the end? That was cool. Yeah, it was a dope wedding. It was fucking sick. We danced a lot. Okay. okay. And now again, what's the average? What May do you have think? taken some gummies. What do you think the average cost is? Uh, the average cost. Uh, I don't know. It's is it eighty thousand? So the average cost for a reception, only the reception, just the dinner. Again, the five hours. It is five hours. Was is forty thousand? Forty thousand. So that's that comes to eight thousand dollars an hour. High spenders on average, like the high spenders. They spend about a hundred thousand for the reception. As you can probably imagine, weddings vary greatly based on whatever how many horses you own, how many horses you own, head so of cattle. The, a high spenders average a hundred thousand dollars for a reception. Yeah. Um. I think what's interesting about your situation, so you have like the like you have to pay for the wedding, but you have all the freedom, is that I kind of feel like, obviously I don't have to pay anything, but yours is less stressful. 
Well, if I, I mean, if I may, if I may, say, if I may presume, right? if I may presume, that's easy for you to say, right? right? But you're actually getting something that costs many, many people in this country to lose tons and tons of of buying power. You're fine. You don't have to worry about any of that. Oh, you mean like because if I had to pay for it? Yeah. You don't have to pay for any of it, which is great. So it's for fucking me, awesome. That sounds, that sounds awesome. Like, right, I but save, like, but save I have a house. No, I know, but like, instead of doing this huge amount. You're saying that your situation is less stressful than my situation. Yes, because for me, it's like this whole. I, mean, I kind of feel like it's a show sometimes for me. It's, it's like I had to put on this whole show at this like big wedding when I'd, ra- I'd rather just go to like the park like you're going to do and just have it like on a public beach and just chill. Right. I mean, I would like to have a really pragmatic, practical, logical like wedding, you know, like UPS planned the wedding too. But unfortunately, I have a partner, right? And they, ha- they have different ideas. You know, since birth, they've had an idea of this wedding. So that's what we're working with. You know what I mean? When are we going to get to that part? The indoctrination a little bit of some members of our society that since birth, they've been imagining this vision of their giant well, wedding. Well, that's no, no, what no, I'm no. combating. We'll, we'll talk about indoctrination. Okay. Do you, okay. So you know the ring? It's part, part of the grade eight, part of the elite eight, if you will. Yeah. Okay. What about it? Um, You know how there's the saying that you're supposed to spend three months salary on a ring? Yeah. That's the, the, the urban okay. legend. Where do you think that myth? salary, that saying... Because everyone knows that saying, right? Yeah. It's like, you know it. Where do you think that saying came from? Did it come from... It, it probably came from, like, a Jared, a diamond company. That's 100% right. It was started yeah. by jewelry... That marketing slogan was started by jewelry companies in the 1980s. Perfect. Because, again, in the 1980s, they had just come from church, and so people, were like, were barely spending any money on a ring. So they're like, fuck, we have to, to build this shit up. Right. In the 80s and 90s... There was a larger cultural movement to tr- of a to try to get you to buy things that you didn't need, right? Because things were going well in the seventies. We know we know that the United States peaked in the seventies, basically. Mm-hmm. It's just been downhill from there. Yeah, and now we're in a period of excess. There's no war. There's no Great Depression. There's no great anything. We're going into a period of excess and of buying things. So it just goes with the culture that was happening at that time. Do you know what the average ring ring cost is? In 2021, no. is it $500? According to Wedding Wire. $1,000. $500. $500. $1,000. I can't fucking believe this. The, this is according to Wedding Wire again, 2021. The average ring is $5,500. No, no, no. Here's, a, I, I'm here's the problem. I'm fucking telling you. Here's the problem with getting the data from Wedding yes, Wire. I, I get it. Is that they, tell, have affiliate, get it. they get have affiliate links to, obviously, no, the diamond it, companies. Well, right. Okay, very good. I'm glad you said this. This is the entire problem with the whole thing. Wedding Wire, a wedding company, is reporting the average ring is $5,500 because they want you to do what, Adam? They're in cahoots. They want you to buy things Spend- from their partners because then they get okay. kickback from that. Thank you. But this is exactly how this is the how we are paying 40k for a reception. This is how this has happened. Because it's collusion. It's, it's, it's yes. you know, but like the industry is colluding. Well, like, okay, so like when I, re- when I read the knot, right, when I went on the knot, they're like, they're like, oh, don't worry about Corona. 93% of people still have their wedding, Right. These companies. How do they get that number? Ninety three percent. What does that mean? I, I told you when I when I finally like on on the next five pages, I found the the small print. It was like it was like ninety three percent of people haven't canceled all their wedding events. That's what it meant. Yeah, which means that if you had a call with your grandma scheduled for the wedding and yeah. you just no, kept the it. call, yeah. Um, but basically, when you think about how did we get to 40K receptions, that's how. that's how we got where these sites are reporting more and more that people are, that the average person is spending more of money. It makes people feel like they have to spend more and more money. And then here we go. Right. It's the Jones effect. It's like the neighborhood effect. Like you see yeah, the neighborhood your neighbor. Effect. Oh, your neighbor got a generator. Oh, that's good. I got to get a generator too. You know? Yeah. Talk about it. our neighbor had a generator growing up. 
and when gym. we didn't have power. Fucking gym. Not only did we not have power, we lived in like in like a hilly, mountainy area of California. Not not only did we not have power, but his fucking generator was on too. So he had power. We would and no generator honestly, noise. We had generator noise and no power. When the fuck were we living? Was it like 1920? Because the power would go off for like four days sometimes, all the time. And we would do candles. Our father wouldn't let us put on any kind of power. The neighbor had a generator, and he just cranked that shit right up. He was he was back online within minutes. Right, right. Um, okay, so with let me add three things up real fast. Yeah, sure. Add them up. And again, I'm doing averages. Most people's wedding, a lot of people's weddings, they're a lot higher than this. Yeah. So 28k average for the reception. Yep. For the for an engagement party, I had to scan engagement forums on WeddingBee.com for hours to try and figure this out. The average is about it can be from anywhere from 1k to 15k for the re- for an engagement party. Mm-hmm. Engagement party is like when you get engaged and you have like a party, just wow. to celebrate your engagement. Right. So, so we're, we're starting to layer. Events, we're, right? layering we're layering parties upon event parties. Event layered. Yeah. Okay. The average. Um, the average for that I got is 3K. So 20K for the reception, 3K for the engagement, and 5500 for the ring brings us to $36,500 so far on just the bride and groom's family paying. Okay? Now let's go to the honeymoon. The average cost for a honeymoon is around 5K. Okay. Okay? So now we're at $41,500. Um, but... The average cost of the dress is a thousand six hundred. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we're at forty three k again. Forty three k for we're just talking about the the elite eight here. Yeah. Um. So yeah, basically on a wedding, on average in the U.S., people are spending about forty three k. The thing about that is that in the U.S., that is the U.S. the average U.S. salary is fifty five k, but after taxes, the take home is thirty nine k. Do right. you understand that? Right. All these expenses are just, a- are your precious ATDs. Those after-tax dollars. Right. So all these expenses are after-tax dollars, so they're actually more expensive. So again, the average U.S. salary, the average take-home that people in the U.S. are making is 39 k The average that they're then spending on a wedding is 43 k Okay. So it is someone's entire year of work or, or 2,080 hours. 2,080 hours of work to pay for a wedding. Uh, basically a weekend of events. It can be, yeah, basically like two and a half days or two days of events. Okay, so right now you're just laying on the hurt. You're letting us know that the, that the cost is is extraordinary. Dude, for there, the modern dude, way. there's many events that I didn't even include. Like, like I didn't even include like sometimes like you'll have a welcome dinner. Yeah, families will throw a welcome dinner, or the, or they'll throw like an event. Well, that's my question for you then. So. Who is paying? Who is footing the bill? Then usually, I would love to know who usually pays for the bill. Is it both families? Is it the couple? Is it everyone combined? Usually, who usually does pay for the wedding at this point? That is a great question. Because everyone's situation is different, so different. But I would like to know the average, the on average, you know, in the industry, who is actually paying for it. I want to say it's it's the uh, the thing is that every person's wedding. That I know where they've let me into their financial sphere behind it. Who who it is, is but who has let you into but, their financial sphere? Well, Brendan, I know I know Brendan's, I know yours, and I know mine. There's three. There we go. Okay. Okay. So basically, all three are completely different. Yeah, everyone's different. It's basically just who has the money. Yeah, I, I feel like if the parents who's like able to do if the it, parents have money, they usually help. It seems like. Right. You know, 
right, right, right. But I, I, if if your son-in-law is an unemployed guitar playing writer, right, you're probably gonna need to pay for the Let wedding. Let me just tell you. Uh, also, with that, so so, so <laughs> again, Ashley, I love you. Love my fiance. Love. Family doesn't love me too much. The cost of so, love. So so the the cost of love. So they um. I think somehow her dad's gotten around to the fact that I'm an IT worker. I'm oh, not, you're an IT worker? Yeah, I'm not sure how he got there, but it was like a big step where he thinks that like I'm an IT, I'm an IT guy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, now I really want her to be like, they're like, what's Noah up to? I want her to be like, oh, he's he's just trying to be a writer. Do you guys know what makes more money than podcasting? Mm-hmm. Not writing. <laughs> writing and podcasting. All right. Um. The average guest size of a wedding is 132, according to the knot. We talked about that. Let's talk about the gift. The gift. Yeah, he yeah. Gave me his gift. How? What do you think? So when you go to a wedding and you give a gift, what do you think the average cost is? Oh, the gift. Oh, my giving. bad. My bad. Actually, we're we're not we're not there yet because that is that's talking about the cost of the weddings for others. Mm-hmm. Let me just end before halftime, honey. That on average in the U.S. People spend 43k on the wedding, and they're taking home 39k after tax dollars. Therefore, a wedding is more than a person's entire yearly wage. Halftime, honey. It's unreal. Okay, let's take a quick break. After this break, we're gonna do some halftime, honey, and we're gonna talk more about weddings. Okay. Yes, sir. you didn't sing during that one. Oh, because I because I I have a or question. say anything because I have a question for you. I want I want to do a question. This is the halftime honey toast where we discuss and celebrate some absurd science in the news that is somehow related to our episode. I find the story and Noah responds with his immediate thoughts. Okay, I'm gonna save my my thing for up and kimono. You want to save your your question? Yeah, I'll save it. Okay, so I've sent Noah some images on Slack that before I I want him to open right now and tell me what he sees. This is a trend happening. In the wedding industry right now. Oh, okay. So I see, I see a bride and a groom. Yes, and they're both smoking a humongous joint. <laughs> yeah, and they're lighting it together. Do you see so, that? So, okay. So imagine the the pastor, whoever is doing the the wedding. You know, the the officiant. The, the officiant is holding a flame. Yeah. The bride and the groom are leaning into that one flame together with a J, and they're lighting up. And they're lighting it up. They're lighting it up. Wait, they're smoking two ends of a. Let me together. tell you. Let me tell you. <laughs> Ashley's dad's golf buddies. This wouldn't go down too tell well me, with them. Tell me what you see in the other picture. I see the golf buddies just sneering at the groom. Tell, no, tell that was, oh, was my bad. That was my nightmare. Yeah, that's your nightmare. My bad. Um. Oh. Oh. And the, oh. In another picture. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. So. In another picture, there is a bride seated down, taking a bong rip. Literally at <laughs> the of, wedding, out of a white bong that she, matches her dress. She is like in like. A couple thousand dollar dress, right? Right. And this girl that's dressed up in a couple thousand dollar dress with this beautiful wedding photo is taking a bong rip in the front of a wedding. That bong, I think it's like a, do you see the thing on that bong? The lighting apparatus? Not only is she taking a bong yeah. rip, she has henna like tattoos. It, it's no, a no, lot no. going on. That's what I'm trying to explain. I'm a, yeah. I'm, again, I'm, I'm a writer. 
right yeah. now. No, I'm a, you, I'm yeah, a no, writer. You're a writer. So I'm trying to paint a picture for the people. Yes. Um, that basically it looks exactly like a normal wedding, except there's a bong being there's ripped. A giant white bong in her hands. <laughs> giant white binger in okay, her hands. Okay. So apparently, weed weddings are a thing now, according to the Aspen Times yesterday. Cannabis-friendly weddings are trending, but the writer of the article has yet to be to, at a wedding where they smoked weed like this. Great. So here's the thing. Here's my question. Are these pictures just marketing pictures, or are they actually real pictures from a, from a real wedding? I, no. I have a lot of trouble believing no. that this is from a no. real wedding. I do not believe that a girl... It looks like it. It looks like I it. I do not believe that a girl would take a bong rip at her wedding. I don't Seriously. believe it. Seriously, I honestly Seriously. fucking don't, and people are gonna hate me, but I fucking don't. I don't believe that she's dreamed about her wedding all her life that she would take a bong rip in front of her whole family. But we're looking it. at a picture right now of her holding the bong, and then the other picture, there's like a hip couple. You know, they're hip. Can I? Can you hip, send me those? He has a man hey, bun, hey, and they're gonna, taking J, I'm J put, rips. I'm gonna put these on the Instagram. Yeah, no, absolutely. So just go put to the Instagram and find these. You and let us you'll know. See what is I'm this a about. marketing picture, or is this is this really hot? Ha- Have you been to a wedding where? I know that maybe you went into a teepee and you smoked up. You know, you smoked a little Jiminy with Uncle Uncle fucking James. You know, right. who's been living in the Netherlands for a. That's us. Been living in the Netherlands for a while. When do we become that uncle? Where now. like the nephews right are like, now. where's Uncle Adam to go? Let's go smoke a J in the woods. Let's go smoke a J with him. That's when you right, don't. Right. When you don't have. And kids. the parents are like, don't go to Uncle. You Adam. don't have kids. You don't, don't go to Uncle Adam. Don't go. Oh, he's wearing a Hawaiian T-shirt to the wedding. You, you know. Want, oh, let's tell him about Dirty Uncle Theory. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I'm going to tell you guys about something, a theory that we have called the dirty uncle. Mm-hmm. All right, so what this is is that basically if you're a man, okay, and you don't get married, okay, yeah. it's totally fine right now and it's fun right now. What the problem is that if you don't get married, let's say you go to Vietnam, right, you go live in another country. Cambodia. Quickly you become 50, 60 years old, 55. Well, before then you become 40. 40, 50, you, you get it, right? The problem is that 40, 50 single man living in Cambodia, you come back to your family events, and what does your family say about you? They say, oh, that's oh, Uncle, Uncle Adam. Uncle Adam living Uh-oh, in Cambodia. Uncle Adam's here. Stay away. Like, Cambodia. You know, watch uncle. the kids. Watch the kids around him. Yeah, no. Whoa. Right. What, you become what, that, like, kind of like, crazy hey, uncle. Hey, look at my drone. Right. Look, right. Like, kids, you have, have a drone. drone. Right. The crazy here. Uncle Adam brought his drone. He brought his weed. Right. Yeah. You become that... I've, the crazy I'm uncle. I'm like welding. I'm like welding. I'm gonna bring my blacksmith right, stuff right. to your you're house. You're definitely writing. You're definitely well, writing. Well, Adam's so cool. He's a blacksmith, and you're and you're like, Dad, why aren't you a blacksmith? You're like, because I had you. And you, and, you and, know. and your dad's like, because I have a real job, and, and I have and a child. I, yeah, I have a child, and there's a blacksmith over there. <laughs> my brother, my, my, my brother, the so blacksmith. Anyway, basically, what our theory is that yes, maybe you know, getting getting married now, you know, maybe you you wish you could put it off, but when you're when you're forty and fifty. And you that's and you come back and you're single. That's when you're the dirty uncle. The thing, being the forty five year old at the bar, it's a different look than being, being the thirty. Year, thirty is probably okay. Or twenty twenty eight is okay. Thirty is okay. Thirty five, four. You don't. How old are you gonna get? Come. Well, it's like when you come to family events, you're considered the dirty uncle, right? Then it's like okay, if someone has maybe a daughter that's like in their. Th- in 28, you're like, don't, please don't right. go over Someone there. Someone has a daughter like, that's 28, the dirty uncle comes back, they're like, oh, like, don't go smoke please with the dirty uncle. Please don't go smoke, please don't go smoke dirty, with the dirty uncle. Then you're like, oh, come here, young, you know, like, I will smoke with you and be the cool, you know, but then you're old. Right. So, yep, that's dirty <laughs> all uncle. That, all that to say, all that to say, these pictures of couples smoking weed that look like they were taken by a wedding photographer, I have a very hard time believing that there's actually weddings 
where during the part where you say you may now kiss the bride, like literally, you you take a bong rip. Like the the bride is taking a bong rip. Also, just being stoned as the bride or groom at a wedding is not. You understand the difference I'm trying to say, right? I'm trying to say yes. I I have taken weed edibles at weddings and will probably do so at every wedding I go to. Actually, the last two I've See, been to, okay, I've taken now, weed now, edibles. Now I have a but, take on that. To be honest, wait, with but here, I, but, but here's the thing. I don't. Okay, like, I don't like. That yeah. was that was like you can take rips in private, but this is like a public like weed is literally part of our wedding, like the wedding planner. Like is. weed is part of like us. Like the wedding planner is packing the bowl, you know, to get it ready for us to smoke, and then everyone's celebrating. But you have to see if you're the bride and the groom, you have to like talk to everyone, right? Why and be on point. You know, you're not exactly going to be no on point with the way rips. That I would take a rip. I like taking rips at other people's weddings. Okay, one thing that I would love to have at a wedding is a is a bong, bong bar. Is yeah, is the bong cart. Okay, okay so basically you guys is. you guys think about this. Okay, so you're at your wedding. Oh shit, it's getting to the end of the wedding. Everyone's getting tired. People don't really want to drink Why anymore. Why does it need to be later? Just cuz oh, this is my wedding. It's my wedding. I'm a writer. So basically, so at the at the end of the, at the end of the, the wedding, a cart comes in and it's got like 10 different kinds of bongs and there's an assistant there's a there. man there's a man there's there. a rug a man with a nice a, indian a man rug who's just packing the, he's just packing the bongs packing hash he's just packing, packing hash, hash into packing the hash. into the bongs and you and it's just like everyone's taking different bongs and ripping them passing the bongs and he's he's packing you're giving him to pack and you're like hey yeah and he's yeah, like yeah yeah yeah, whoa, yeah. everyone's whoa. like yeah yeah, yeah 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 on the dance floor and someone's just people are just whoa, ripping bongs there's a on bong the dance floor and like whoa and then, I mean, that's awesome. But so I, here's that, what I thought. What, that's the kind of shit that I want. Here's what I, I want. Thought. Here's what shit. I thought. I thought. Here's my thought. Okay. Here. So the question is, how do you keep it away from the people that are weed phobic? Because there's a good chance at your wedding, not everyone's going to be like, uh, you know, I'm from fucking NorCal and like weed's part of my culture and my identity. You know what I mean? Did you just make fun of yourself? Yeah. I just made fun of myself. Yeah. So here's what you do. You have a... Just shut your mouth. No, I want. Okay, I want to jump off this because I, I just, I, I just, I love. What my, you I love well, let me kind of say, I just hung out with my friends. I love, I love my friends. So you never know where someone's at with weed. It's a very you weird thing. You don't know where it's they're like, at. It's like I never know if they're like. So because some people were like, oh, the pot. Like they're still like they still they're like, feel like oh whoa the pot. The pot, the even pot though it's for them is like is like a, is almost like heroin still. And then other people are like they're starting to like get into it. And then some people like think they're into it, but like some people are, don't want to admit that they. they some they people don't do want to admit that they want to do it. Some people like they want to take like a little tiny puff. Some people like I'm good. I'm good. People that I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, no, I'm good. You hate just I'm one. good. Just one. Just I never one. know where someone's at I'm with right. pot, and I right. never. It was like my thing with with Rona, where I wanted to just ask them, "Do you, are you a yellow light, a red light, or a green light? Green light, I can it's do great. whatever I want. Yellow light, you're scared. I'm scared a little bit. Red light, I can't see you. Anyway, I thought that. The solution to this problem is you set up a secret weed teepee because I always thought the kind of well, wouldn't be outside. Weed you have teepee. a weed teepee, okay, okay. Got a weed and teepee. only the people who are who are the chill folk know where For it's chill it's people. across the river. They know where the they know where the smoke teepee is. They go into the smoke teepee, teepee, boom, they got bongs packed in there. Everyone's hanging out in there. They're ripping. You know, grandma's grandma can't cross the river, so she can't go over there. Okay. It's a secret weed teepee. Now I have a I have a scenario for you. I love the weed teepee, by the way. So love like it. think about Into your father. What, what if what if your father in law saw the weed being so, smoked? So, He'd be so, like, so, so, so let me tell you a scenario, right? Scenario. Ashley's conservative family, conservative father who is paying for the wedding, right? Right. Right. Already doesn't like me. The golf buddies are there, right? Okay, yeah. they're hanging out. Me and Ashley, they say, I do. You know, me and Ashley kiss, blah, blah, blah. He's like, ugh, that's over with, right? Then all of a sudden, 
I we both bring out a bong, and we just take a bong rip in front of everyone. Here's what you say. You say you say, Mr. Rothker, sponsored by Bud. It's Budweiser. This weed, it's Budweiser weed. You're like, right? yo, this is American. Like it's it's a Budweiser. Bud Light. It's Bud Light. It's literally the strain's gonna be. So called what happens Bud when Light. I take the bong in front of him and his, his, his? Do it, dude. They like me, respect me more for my chutzpah, if you will. Or we're gonna have to clean up the pieces of his brain from the floor, right? If that happens, right? Because um, of the explosion, his just mental explosion. Uh, anyway, hey, I I think that that's crazy. I think I I can't see that being real. Uh, the thing about that picture, again, look at the Instagram for the picture, is that she's like. It's just she's so she, I can't see a bride that's taken like like ten hours to get ready in her five thousand dollar dress to take a bong rip in front of her entire family. I just I can't. Yeah, I can't see it. But I yeah, guess it now happens. we've come full circle. And now we've come. So full there. Circle. Anyway, so weed weddings are now apparently a thing. So here's here's the thing. I raise my glass. I was about to say we totally forgot to do this. I totally, I totally forgot to do it. I raised my glass. Can you just tell the people? Of, no, what are we drinking today? Okay, we wish we had Jack Daniels, honey. Jack Daniels, pay us, damn it! But we have we have Ardberg, another company. That's right. You got some competition. We have Ardberg. This is not for taking shots of us for sipping. It's whiskey. It's supposed to be, or no, it's not. It's scotch. It's supposed to be it's good. Scotch. What makes this thing unique? What makes this whiskey? It's really unique? hard to drink. Okay, and we're gonna take a well, shot of it. My alley oop to Noah there <laughs> that you missed was it's incredibly smoky. It, it's like it's like so smoky. You're like, ooh, scotch is nice and smoky. This is like a dragon has breathed into this scotch and made it the smokiest thing I've ever tasted. This side of the, this side of the Nile. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. What's your uh, what's your anyway? So the toast goes out to weed weddings. Whoever is actually having a weed wedding, I respect you because that is a really aggressive, and you also probably ruffled a lot of feathers when you did it. And I just respect it. If that's a huge part of your identity, I guess, uh, go ahead and do it. I respect your statement for sure. Yeah. Let's toast because you want to say something. Let's toast and then you tell me what you want to say. Okay, Lachaim. Lachaim. I mean, that is 100% not not to shot. Hello, and my pecker. My pecker is here. It's not exactly the honey. Um... Weed was cooler when it was illegal. Oh, and another another thing about the weed. I was thinking about when I was just going to the bathroom during our break. Um, one of the hardest things to so like it, what I've had happen a lot is like so I just want to like I'm hanging out with my friends. We're at Airbnb. I just want to smoke my pen at night. Do you know what I mean? To go to bed to, to chill. Again, weed. You never know how people are going to respond to it. You just don't. Right. And then so I what I get a lot is this. Like I'll take a puff and someone will be like, Oh, oh, can you only smoke outside? People still say that. Yeah, like, like my friends did not say that to me, but people do. Where, where they're like, "Can you, can you, can you do that? Out- can, can you do, you do that, outside? that? No, that. Oh, oh. no, they they use the indirect that. object, right? They say, like, "Can you do that? That smoking's to- outside." They're like, "Oh, we love, we love, we- so, but, but that." But they outside. might be like that. Oh, but they might be like at first they might be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, smoke some weed. Yeah, weed, weed's great. We love weed." And then you take a rip inside. They're like, "Oh, can you do that outside?" So it's been like equated to cigarettes. Let's do that outside. Right. Let's do that. Let's do that okay, so they're not as bad as I, – I feel like that – the I'm good people drive me nuts. Drive me nuts. I have brought you weed. We have we – are, we are smoking chalice together. It's something humans have done for a very long time. We did an episode on the Hadza. Even they smoke weed sm- – they don't smoke weed, but yeah, they yeah. smoke with each smoking, other. Smoking, smoking of, the pipe. of the pipe, passing the pipe, right? Passing the peace pipe around, right, it is, it is something humans have done for a long time. So when I offer you my pipe, 
right? You, it's very rude to reject it. Very rude. So when people say people do the, I'm good. You know what? I'm good. Just one. Oh my god. So just one for I, me. I just one new, for me. You I, know. I solved that. Problem. It's okay. I solved that I'm problem. Good. I solved that problem. And you and I'm like, you know what? I'm good too. On you now. You hate We're no it. longer friends. You hate it. Right. I don't like it. It you sucks. Right. So I have a solution to this problem. What is because it? Because I never know what some when I when I I you just don't know like like do they want the weed? Are they scared of the weed? Are they going to be like, oh, this is an Airbnb, you can't smoke in, just smoke outside? You know what I mean? Yeah. I I, I take my pen and I put it down mm-hmm. on the table. I say it's there for anyone that wants it. Because and that that's better because I have no idea what's going to happen if I ask people. Let's continue with weddings. Okay. Um. So now I wanna, I'm going to try and do something. Okay, this is in Whites in 2021. I'm going to see how much money moves around the economy for a wedding. So this includes the money, okay, the 43K that the family is paying on average, and also the money that every guest pays for the event, for travel, for clothes, for whatnot. Um, yeah. So the first stat that's important for this is that the average guest size at a wedding is 132, according to the knot. Oh don't you worry about that. <laughs> don't worry. Don't you worry about what just happened. Okay. One thing interesting. How many people do you think get new clothes for a wedding? Everyone. Half of, of guests at a wedding have gotten new clothes for that wedding. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the things you do to get ready for it. Yeah. Seems like. So per person, the cost can range from 185 if it's in your hometown and $600 if it's out of town. It's 1400 This is per guest, like what what you pay. It's all based on where it is. Uh, this is as a guest, how much you pay to attend. As a guest, like for all the stuff, like how much you actually pay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So 185 if it's in your hometown, 600 if it's out of town a bit, mm-hmm. 1,400 if you had to fly. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, the average comes to around 450 dollars for each person. For each person to attend the that wedding that they're paying for either new clothes, gift, travel, whatever. And again, it's a huge range. From hometown to flying in, mm-hmm. um, but the average is about four hundred and fifty. Yeah. So four hundred and fifty times the one hundred and thirty-two guests average mm-hmm. at a wedding is fifty-nine thousand four hundred dollars, and that number is the amount of money that each guest pays for all their wedding stuff to do to do the wedding mm-hmm. times the average amount, average number of guests at a wedding, one hundred and thirty-two. So fifty-nine thousand four hundred dollars moves around the moves around mm-hmm. from that. Um, so let's talk about the bachelor party because we gotta we gotta we gotta figure that. Oh, I in. forgot about those. So we gotta figure that in for the guest. So bachelor parties are about how much do you think it costs for each guest at a bachelor party? I don't know. Hundred dollars? It's about a thousand a hundred. What? How? For Wait, each, why? For each guest? For the Airbnb? For the Airbnb? Wherever you're staying? For the frat activities? Yeah, but don't don't the in, the individual bachelors pay for it? The the people that yeah, attend, that's what, the men that attend. Dude, that's what I'm talking about. I'm yeah. talking about the guests at a wedding. Right. Okay. I'm gotcha. talking all from so the they, guests. They side. each pay a thousand. You say they each pay a thousand. So they're actually that's funny. So they they're paying more. People are paying more to go to the bachelor and bachelorette parties than they are to attend the actual wedding. For sure. Yeah. Unless they're flying in. So anyway, like the total guest cost of all the, like let's say nine dudes went to the bachelor party, which is the average. Mm-hmm. Then there's nine k of guest spend. What's more expensive, bachelor or bachelorette parties? Bachelor parties are. Really? Yes. Because the more activities, there are less. There are bachelorette parties on average have more. They have more people mm-hmm. and less activities. Bachelor parties, less people, more more for activities. Okay, that makes um, sense. Bachelorette parties are bigger. Mm-hmm. Okay, and they average six hundred. They average about seven hundred each. 
Mm-hmm. So it's a thousand a hundred for a bachelor, seven hundred for a less expensive but more. Okay, girls. We add up the total again. We're talking about total guest spend. Yes. We add up the guest spend of the Net bachelor spend. party yeah. and the bachelorette. We get sixteen k. Yeah. We're getting really heady with the numbers here. I know. I, I I'm gonna lose. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so we're gonna take that sixteen k. Yeah. We're gonna add it to the fifty nine k. And again, the where's the fifty nine k from? The fifty nine k is. $450, the average that every guest spends on travel, hotel, whatever, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. to get to a wedding, to be at the wedding for new clothes, times 132, the guests, yep. equals 59K. So we're going to add the, the bachelor and bachelorette guests plus that 59K, okay, and then... Yep. Hold on. <laughs> what? Holy fuck me. Where are we? All right. Then we're going to then we're gonna add that okay. to the 40, the 43,000. That the family is. What are you paying. trying to do right now? Get the total amount I'm of the guests. Getting the total amount of after uh, of cost of an average wedding for the for everything. Just the amount. Yeah, the, amount the of total money amount that, that is, moves around the that economy. Moves around. Okay. Okay. On average, the average basically from from what the family is paying to what the guests so are. So what paying is the final number? Is a thousand after tax dollars. One hundred sixteen thousand five hundred. That is the total amount of money on average that moves around the economy for, for a, a wedding. wedding. Yes, it's amazing. Is that fucking? That is amazing. So a tenth insane. of a mil moves around. So ten weddings, you have a million dollars moving around the economy. Yeah, just to put that in in context, it is equal to three. The, the yearly salary, the yearly after-tax dollars of three people okay. for a year. So if three people worked for a year, pay their taxes, they could pay that much money. Yeah, so um, it's approximately it's a, also fuck, equal, it's in a the U- ton. It's In the U.S., it's equal to 6,240 working hours or 258 full 24 hours days of work. Okay. You work nonstop for no sleep. Okay. In the U.S., the family or bride and groom spends $50 billion a year throwing weddings. 50 billion 50 billion damn um and then my thing is that using the ratio that i just came up with mm-hmm. the golden ratio the ratio of 59k guest spend to 43k so you see the family yeah i know i where I'm, are we I, I here's here's where we are yeah the family pays 43k yes the guests pay 59k yes okay using that oh, okay. same ratio so if the if their stats on how much the families pay for weddings is fifty billion dollars. Yeah, there's no stats on how much the money moves around for guests. No, I see. I see what you did. So, so you, I took that yeah. ratio. Yeah, smart. And basically, you're trying to figure out how much, how much, how much money moves is. around the economy for weddings. Basically, what we have here is that a hundred billion dollars is is spent is moved around the economy on the wedding industry in the United States each year. Hundred billion. Yeah, hundred billion. Hundred billion dollars. So to put that into context, yeah, astronomers estimate there are. A hundred billion stars in our galaxy. So each year, every year in the U.S., we spend one dollar for every star in our galaxy on weddings. <laughs> and there it is. That, Sam Weitzman, twenty twenty one, baby. It's really crazy. I'm a fucking writer. As stars in our galaxy, we spend a dollar for each star in the entire Milky Way galaxy on wedding. Okay, so a fucking assload of money on weddings. It's approximately one fuck ton. Yeah, there you go. Um, trends. This is actually really interesting. I wish I researched this more. Okay. What do you do? You know what the average age to get married is? Oh, I mean, it's it has to have increased. I'm sure you have to have gotten older. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So maybe the average age now is 28, 29, 32. What? That's the average age now? 32. That is way older it's than funny I thought. Because it is because I'm just gonna speak for myself. Crazy. Actually, I love town. you because I get bothered about the wedding all the time. 
But is it really? We're under the average. Where'd you get that number from? From research. From from the hip. From the, I should have from no, right I from the hip. Research. I made this it outline. It feels like 32. I made the outline like two weeks ago because I thought we were going to do the episode two weeks ago and we didn't end up doing it. Oh, I didn't do it. Yeah, but we made a blood pack though. Okay. Uh, wait, so it's actually 32. So obviously that's way... I thought for sure it would have been 28. 32. What is the, do you, what's the most popular wedding color? Like the, the theme? The theme color? Yeah. Is it is it blue? Light blue? It is dark Light, blue. Dark blue? Dark blue. Like navy blue? Yeah. Yeah, blue. for sure. Um, Neutral color. 21% of couples, one in every five, have has a destination wedding. One in every okay. five. Yeah, weddings are getting smaller with more cost per person as time goes on. So in, to, in 2009, the average cost per guest was $194. Mm-hmm. And this is like how much how much the, the venue basically charges per guest. In 2009, it was $194. And in 2017, it is $268. Mm. So we are going way up in cost per guest. But in 2009, the average guest count was 149, and in 2021, the average guest count was 132. So we're we're, get, we're getting smaller weddings, but they are the same cost. <laughs> okay. Smaller weddings, more cost per person. Yeah. Um, Utah and Oklahoma have the youngest brides. At what age? 23, 26, 26 on average. Yep. New York City. Mm-hmm. Has the oldest brides at 35, 33. Damn. What's crazy is that there is a seven year gap there. <laughs> in Utah and Oklahoma, 26, and you're you're a bride. That's when you're probably getting married. New York married. is 33. In, in New York, you're 33. Well, it's we, literally it makes a, sense. Though. Do you understand that there's a seven year difference between those? It's well, huge. It makes sense because I guess because when you're in your 30s, you have more spending power. You're probably at the peak of your dating prowess, you know, when you're 31, 32. Okay, what does that have to do with? I don't know. I why would you settle down? I guess because New York is such a crazy dating scene, from what we've heard, right? Where people are just dating each other left and right. I think they were before the apps came. Now no one's having any sex anymore. Now no one's having any sex, so I'm not sure. Maybe they're dating without the sex. But my point is that there isn't that much incentive to get married earlier in New York, right? Like how would you, it's harder to get married when there's all that all the fish in the sea, so to speak. Effect. I, I wanted to talk. I I agree with you. I agree with you. It's if you're in Utah and Oklahoma. First of all, Utah Mormon, so that's contributing. It's probably a little less if, people. If, right? if you're in Utah and Oklahoma, you know, marry your, you marry and, your cousin, and, and you got a pretty girl Neighbor. in in the town that's not your cousin. If right, if, if that's that is pretty, the only option, if that is the only option, you're not going to let good. anyone else, anyone yeah, else take the, your cousin. It's the op- it's, you know, right? If it is, <laughs> you're going to marry your yeah, cousin, I mean, right? <laughs> Um, <laughs> I wanted to talk about your theory of the 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 how gender is going away and how that that results in less sex, but we can, we don't have to talk about it live on the. We air. can talk about it live. Are you okay talking about it live? Are you comfortable talking about it live? I'm comfortable talking about. Where are we gonna go with this? No, we'll just. I just want. We're gonna discuss the just, theory. We're okay, two. We're two guys. Can I, can I introduce? Can I introduce the theory? Introduce the theory. Once we did the dating episode, people are having less and less sex. For some reason, it's easier to meet Quantitatively people. less Quantitatively, sex. Quantitatively, there's less sex now than there has... In 2018, there was literally less sex per person than there has yeah, ever there I'm has sure there ever people been. nodding listening to this. There's people probably nodding listening to this, and then there's people probably like, what are you talking about? You're talking about sex every day yeah, with, my, yeah. with myself and a lizard. Um, so, there's less sex than ever before, and Adam has a theory about it. Adam, please share. Yeah, I, to- I kind of forget what my theory is, but... Good. I, th- I feel like... that one. I... 
I think the general the general gist, and this when I have said this to people, has been met with a lot of criticism. Okay, so here is a theory. All right, we're just two and guys canceled, and we're, <laughs> we're and have, this is your, AM is radio. Off this is AM radio. Okay, we're just having a chat. We're two guys having a chat. Okay, and Four Sigmatic is gone. Don't fucking hate us. There you go. Okay, so here's the theory. The theory is that as the genders sort of become one, what seems like it's happening is we're we're losing our binary positions in the gender. Whereas you have man as man and woman as woman, right? And there is a binary difference between the true the two, one and zero, right? Right. We are instead becoming more fluid with our gender. Right, right. Right? Like this person could be man and woman, like a combination of both. It's more of a scale of like one to ten. It's more of a gray scale than We're it is black less and white. Binary. We're becoming less binary. So I think that as we become less binary, it does seem like sort of the sexual attraction may be lessening because you need some of the binary to have a sexual element. I, you know, I when mean, people you know that I like it a lot. When someone meets someone else, like when, Scamp, right? Our good friend Scamp. She goes on dates all the time, and she's just like, you know what? It, the sec- the, it wasn't there. I think to have that little spark, that people talk about the spark, right? People talk about having, they're like, oh, I, I get it. This is not a friend. This is a lover, right? To yeah. have that person be a lover, you have to have a some sort of a binary. And even in relationships where there's man and a man, or there's woman and a woman, they actually play those binaries they play those binaries themselves. So like one of the men will be a feminine and one of the men will be masculine or one of the women will be feminine and one of the women will be masculine, right? So they're still playing on the binaries and so they have a sexual attraction there. So what I'm saying is that maybe there's less sex because the genders are sort of becoming one. There you go. Yeah, I like that. I also want to add to it that um, yeah, animals that have very big genitalia in the animal kingdom, and we went over this, like the hu- humans, we have a huge wiener. Rod. It's a huge his wiener. Rod, his rod. Johnson. In the animal kingdom, it's like, it's a Wang. It's a huge genitalia, basically. Like yeah. like a gorilla, 800-pound gorilla, has like a four-inch penis. Yeah. It's 800 pounds. Um, so when you have, it's called sexual dimorphism. Mm-hmm. When, when the two, sorry, when you have very big genitalia, it means that the species is usually very sexually active. When they're sexually active... You have a huge difference in size between male and, and female. And humans do have big genitalia compared I, I know, to I know, and you have a huge difference in size and appearance of male and female. Yeah. That's what you see in the animal kingdom. And so I think that as we crush the difference between male and female down to a single n- neutral-looking human, yeah, it's natural to lose some but of that. It's not just that, you know, males have to be bigger than females. Spiders, female spiders, are most often Either way. much bigger than males and eat them. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've got a lot of pushback on it. Now we're canceled. We've so got, we've got a pushback. Well, on this will the be theory. the last episode hey, of Dude if Nature. You, if just digest the theory, think about it a little bit. Ask yourself if you if you were ha- if you ha- would have been having more sex in 1960 than you're having now. Okay, just think about it. Thanks. I did see a style. I was in New York and I and I saw like there were there, there's this new style going around that girls wear really baggy jeans. Mm-hmm. It's disgusting, but I feel like maybe that's, that's an opinion. That's an <laughs> okay. That is an yeah, I'm moving on. And we're done. All right. Nebraska. Yeah. So the the largest weddings? Yes. Um Nebraska and Iowa. Fuck the cradle Keeping of capitalism. It fucking real. The cradle of capitalism. They were the were the American dream still alive. Omaha. Uh, Nebraska Nebraska and Iowa have the largest weddings at 212 guests. 
God, no, no, ain't no wedding like a Nebraska wedding. Ain't no wedding like a wedding in Nebraska. Ain't no sunset like a Nebraska sunset, baby. Yeah. Um. (laughs) So yeah. Set up. Yeah. Two hundred twelve. What? Two hundred twelve guests. That's a lot. Um, it's time for open kimono, honestly. The whole entire episode is just kind of been an open kimono, but we're just going to go to open kimono. All right, we're going to take one more musical break, and after that, it will be time for the open kimono. This is the open kimono where we freely talk and discuss our final thoughts on the topic and leave nothing to the imagination. Let's do it. Okay. I'm going to go first since you've been talking a lot. I, I think talk counter. <laughs> your your talk right, counter is pretty high. Sorry, Proctor. Proctor. Um, I think that all the digging you did to find the average cost of the wedding is a lot more than I ever thought it would be. 43K average US. Yeah. So... My open kimono is I know that they're very, very expensive. I didn't know they were that expensive. And how do you reconcile the expense with someone's dream? Someone being maybe your partner, maybe even yourself, maybe, maybe yourself. You're listening to this. You have a dream vision of a wedding. How do you reconcile that with the dream? What do you do? How do you have a, how do you have a practical wedding? If you have been having this vision your whole life and it's actually been part of your identity to have a big wedding yeah it's what private industry realized once the churches left they're like oh that's like that is is that just super effective marketing it just destroyed people's lives well i think that i think that just to jump on Mm -hmm. is that you can see it when i did the research you can see this how this has happened where you have wedding sites wedding wire the knot reporting information on weddings like the average cost of ring is five thousand five hundred dollars which i don't even think that's i don't who knows if that's true and then the not saying that, don't worry, during COVID, 93% of people still have their wedding, which is complete bullshit. They're just like, they spit back these facts. Then people are like, oh shit, I got to spend fucking 5,500 right. bucks on a ring. And then they spend that and then they spit, then they go higher and higher and higher. Pretty soon we're spending, you know, 40, we're spending, I think the reception was like 20, yeah, 28K for five hours on average. They're just, yeah, they're using the neighbor effect, right? They're like, everyone's doing it. Everyone's still doing it. Everyone's right, still like, spending this like much. Everyone's they're spending still more. doing their wedding during Rona. I know a, a million weddings that were all canceled during it Rona. Does they seem didn't like still happen. There are people who get it that it's a joke and you should avoid, you should avoid this absolute pitfall of money. And there are people who don't get it. And there are people who think that they'll do whatever they want for their special day. You know what I mean? And sometimes it's one partner. And sometimes it's the other, as in the case of maybe in my relationship, maybe in yours. Uh, question, would you rather be me, someone who is not paying for their wedding, but who really just is attending their own wedding as a guest, 
essentially, or you, someone who is paying for their wedding, but will have creative control, if you will, over the wedding. I'd rather be you. I don't care about creative control. I'd rather it just didn't cost anything. We could buy a house. Uh, it's, you know, as you said to me, it's easy for you to say, but then kind of you're just kind of like an actor at your wedding. Well, how long does the wedding last? Let me ask you. Uh, Last for a weekend, right? Yeah, weekend. Right? Yeah. Okay. How about that? How about the money that you're going to waste on the wedding? That could last. That could be invested. That could last for a lifetime. Oh my God. Well, no. If I was paying for the wedding myself, we'd be going to, we'd be going to a public beach. Yeah. Would you convince Ashley to go to a public beach with you? If we were paying for it ourselves? I just went to a wedding on a public beach. It was fucking great. Everything worked out and it was awesome. I think that we would. I think that we would do it. She would do it. I think she would. If we were paying for it ourselves, she wouldn't want to. I mean... (laughs) Yeah, he's he's yeah, canceled. Okay. Do okay. nature is to cancel. <laughs> Noah is broken up with his fiance. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Hey, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, ladies thank and you so much for staying with us, for listening to the old episodes while we didn't come out with a new one, and for all of our friends who had amazing things to say about the podcast. We love you guys. And we, we love, love that you guys. Listen. We made thank a blood you. pact. We're gonna be releasing. We made a blood, blood pact. At least an episode a week. So stay tuned. I swear to God, we're releasing an episode a week. Shout out to Sarah and all her boyfriends. I hope that they have very expensive weddings. So that it would generate more money in the economy. So Sarah, Sarah's job will pay her more. All of her ex-boyfriends. Right. But and also, if you guys have expensive wedding tastes, there's no way that our family is just not happening. If you guys want to reach out to us, we are on Instagram at dude underscore nature. You can always send Noah an email also at noah at dunature.com. Right? Tell them how you feel about the theory of gender. We'd love to hear from you. And thank you for listening. And we'll see you soon. Love you.